Welcome to Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight, we have... Angry Birds enthusiast, Amanda Backey. Kit Kat eater, Wade Cobson. Um, and um. special guest... Brett Mosling, IT guru. <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to call him, the guru of IT tonight. Massive show lined up. We've been a bit slack, folks, haven't we? Haven't been on, uh, on a podcast for about a week. And we've had people emailing and texting and sending carry pigeons and upping yelling. us. Why haven't you done a podcast? We've been very, very mm. busy. We've uh, close to finish, uh, finishing off season one of Geekspeak TV. Yep. And uh, we've been flat chat filming lots and lots of content. And we're just planning season two. Big changes ahead, but we're not going to spoil it tonight. We're just uh, teasing. Ginger, what do we used to call it on, on radio? Sizzling. Sizzling. We're sizzling that season two uh, is going to be massive for Geekspeak. So, uh, Geekspeak it, uh, TV. It's going to be more than what it is at the more moment. Than, more than you can handle. Mm. There you go. More than meets the eye. All the Geekspeak all the time. <laughs> now, I want to have a little, uh, a little chat around the, uh, the podcast table here tonight. And I want to ask, uh, Amanda, what have you been doing this week? Uh, just in this last week, um, I was lucky enough to have someone recommend me to the Australian Society of Authors in their comic biz e-zine. A um, comic biz e-zine? Yeah, e-zine. Yeah, I'm, Ginge, so, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit old. What's an e-zine? Uh, it's like a magazine, but digital. Yeah, so you, can't, you physically online. don't pick it up. Yeah, that's right. It gets emailed <laughs> out to a couple of hundred people. But, cool. Um, so thank you to Mr. Paul Mason of the Soldier Legacy Fame. Aussie creator. Yes, yep. um, for um, putting that in there for me. I feel That's very pretty special. wicked. It's, there's some great people in the industry here in Australia, Definitely. and Paul Mason, one of the uh, the nicest guys. So good on you. Thanks a for that, A shout out Paul. to you, sir. Thank you. Jeans, what have you been doing this week? Um, concentrating more on the actual show. Yeah, have, you've mm-hmm. been flat chat, haven't you? Yeah, I, I, was, I started getting crooked last week. The dreaded man, man uh, flu. It is the man flu, and I swear it's different from women. Oh, yeah, God, I didn't yeah. get it. Like, like, like Amanda could, could not. If, if, <laughs> if somehow, biologically, you could inject the man flu into Amanda, Her head she would, would explode. Die. Oh, she would die. Would, yeah. Any woman, they would die. I get runny cannot... nose and I'm whinging for yeah. like weeks. Well, the, we, yeah. we were both crook. You, you had it really bad. You had the man flu. I was like, I only had a head cold, yeah. right? But we both sounded really sexy on we the did. phone. When we were ringing each other, um, you sounded like Barry White. Yeah, to, to be honest, <laughs> in the background, it's went, Hello, baby. <laughs> But um, no, we, we're all over it. We're all uh, we're, we're fixed up. We're fine. We're all fighting fit. Brett, what have you been up to this week? Um, IT guru. Yeah, well, Friday had gaming, and um, but yeah, other than that, just yeah. you you are a gamer, by the way. We'll uh, let the people know out there. You're a bit of a uh, fan of Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, King of the Nerds. Work. <laughs> gamer, comics. You, you play a lot of online games as well. You're a WoW nut, aren't you? Yep. Did you play DC um, DC Online? Yes, I did for a while. Any good? <laughs> no. No. Oh, really? Wow. Compared to things like WoW, not not a fan or no, really repetitive, really boring, very very quickly. Oh, okay. There you go. I never got in. Now people are surprised because I'm a big DC nut. They're like, "Did you play DC online?" I went, "No, I just don't have time yeah. to to do." And, and I, my high speed internet is at the shop, so I would have to sit here during shop hours and do it. And I just don't have time. And also, it's not a good look when customers come in and they want books, and you go, I can't save you. Die, you freaking killing piece of shit. I'm <laughs> raiding right now. Just let me finish this raid. Sounds like Deadhead Comics. It does a little bit in Scotland. That's a story we'll have to tell later on. Uh, about a great little shop we went into. When I say great, I use that term very loosely. About a shop in Scotland we did go into. But that's you've been busy with um, Magic and, and other games this week? Yes. Yep. Cool. Fantastic. There you go. Well, um, just some, uh, some news. I don't know, unless you live under a rock... Zombie news. Zombie news. The outbreak has started in uh, f- in Miami, Florida, Miami, this yes. week. Actually, it's not really a zombie thing. 
It but is. it was uh, they put it down to a new form of L- LSD. Yeah, wasn't LSD. It? Um, this guy, this cop, uh, come across a guy eating, chewing the face of a of a homeless man, wasn't it, or something no, like that? No, it was a guy riding his bike, and he went underneath an underpass. He see these two naked homeless men. Yep. One of them was eating the face of the other one. The cop, like he, he hails down some cops, and the cop shoots him, and he continues eating. Just and looks at him with tur- flesh in his mouth. Turned to the cop and growled and then, like an animal. Yeah, and then kept eating. And they, the cops, had to pop a couple yep. more caps. Five into more this guy. shots to kill this guy to stop him. Yeah, so this homeless guy who's getting his face chewed off, he's alive. Yeah. He's in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but he's got the infection. Everyone's saying this could be the start of yeah. the zombie apocalypse. And mm. it's right there in, in Miami, Florida. Yeah. How scary is that? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't LSD. They're wrong. Zombie apocalypse. Get your guns. The, 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 your o- food. the official uh, line from the government is that it was yeah. a new batch of LSD that's yeah. on the street. And they had a doctor in there on his suit and he's all like, yup. It's new LSD. Kids these days. I'm like, they how, ma- how much did he get paid? People. How much did he get paid by the government? Oh, the CDC or whatever they call them over the, um, there in the, the um, umbrella corporation. Yeah, mm. they'd be paying, covering it all. Yeah. yeah, swear to God. Geek Speak Live. That's where we you're, uncover you're the big lies. The, you're hearing the real, the <laughs> real <laughs> news, the real story. Not, not the fabricated mess that can, you filter through. Can I just ask? Have uh, now knowing this. Has it popped into your head, or you know, Mandy? I know you're such a zombie nut. <laughs> have you started stockpiling food and weapons? Have you seen my cupboard, <laughs> my pantry in particular? No. I've got like uh, some salt and some flour. And well, you're screwed in the zombie you, you, you could maybe make very salty bread. Yeah, <laughs> that's, about that's it. not going to come in handy. And then I'm gone because the water's been turned off. Yeah, <laughs> you would. You'd be. I don't, I don't no. see you as the kind of girl who can last like more than three no. days without washing her hair. No, I'd be the first zombie. I want to be point of origin. Uh, I'd be happy You've missed that. it. It's in Miami. Australian point of origin. <laughs> I'll I, go to Miami and come back. But does, does that mean if we kill you that all the other uh, zombies then, then, then uh, die. Uh, die out? Let's no, because that. that's like vampires, isn't yeah, it? That's a different yeah. thing. Vampires. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Brett? Would you be uh, stockpiled enough stuff at home if uh, zombie apocalypse hit? Not a chance, but I'll be heading for mum's place because yeah. she has the big walk-in <laughs> pantry. Oh, they <laughs> Speaking of which, I went to the States not long after the whole um, 2000 end of the world, you know, when 99 turned into Oh, the uh, Y2K. Millennium yeah, Y2K. Yeah, yeah, Y2K. And my friend literally in their basement had stockpiles of food and it was insane. Like, it, it was 2003 and they still had tomato sauce and toilet paper everywhere. I'm just like, this is hey, three hey, years you later. can't have too much toilet paper. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go there. Start doing that, yeah. Cool. I'll tell you what, I'd be, I'd, be, um, I'd probably be set. We've got some canned goods and that at home. And, and um, the main thing I'd have to keep up to date with is whiskey. And that's probably a problem at the moment because I haven't got any whiskey. I'd have to go get some before the zombie apocalypse because I'm going to drink my way through it. I'd rather have a gun, I think. Um, no, I'll take the whiskey. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with the whiskey. Because you either weapons. need to shoot yourself or them. Yeah, yeah. right. And then you're going to run out of bullets. And you need... At least Todd can be pissed and then not be... Remembering it when yeah. he's when he's being eaten. I'd alive. probably fall yeah. down the stairs and break uh, uh, my neck. neck or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be the way to go. You'd just get absolutely pissed. <laughs> See, Mum's place is cool. She's got that covered too. She's got guns. Oh, oh there you go. I was just thinking. I think we're coming to your mum's yeah, house. Well, well, there isn't much difference between three o'clock in the morning seeing drunk people on the streets and or zombies. A zombie no, apocalypse. Yeah, you avoid <sighs> them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only they vomit on you, not try and eat you, <laughs> unless they think you're a kebab. <laughs> um, there you go. It's time to scoot along. And Ginge, I know you're going to want to have a chat about um, your obscure movie for the week. We're going to be talking about it. You've picked one. Sizzle it, sizzle it. What is it's, it? It's uh, Eric Idle, Robbie Coltrane, the director, 
uh, Jonathan Lynn, who was part of the uh, guys that come up with uh, Yes Minister. Oh, the TV, the British TV series. That's right. So this is a, an obscure British movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want me to sizzle it more? Will we go to quickly talking about out? TV yes. and then come back to it? Sizzle it and come back. Okay. So it is a holy movie. Holy, holy good. Uh, it is movie. holy good. Eric Idle, Robbie Coltrane, think yep. of those two. You might already guess what we're going to talk about. But we're going to skip to Amanda. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about retro movies and TV shows, yeah. you had me watch a movie last week that yeah. I've never seen. I don't know. I must have been living under a rock when it came out. Okay, let's sizzle this one. Let's sizzle. No, no, we're not going to sizzle. It. We're getting straight sizzle. into it. Okay, yeah. I, I disaster. Metaphorical. <laughs> disaster. Oh, disaster. I get where you come from. Uh, yeah, so it's the movie Volcano. <laughs> With Tommy Lee Jones. I cannot yeah. believe you have never seen I this freaking movie. I've seen it, the, honestly. The, the one picture that I had stuck in my head for a couple of days was the image of the tar pits and the um, in San Francisco, and it's the, the LA. elephants. Oh, LA. Right. <laughs> I think we've been through this a couple of times. Yeah, in, in LA, and it, the, the elephants are being sunk into the tar Dinosaurs. pits. Dinosaurs. Huh? They look like elephants. Woolly mammoth. mammoth. It was meant to be a woolly mammoth. Oh, I'm so wrong. <laughs> God. I mean, you, haven't you now? seen Encino Man at the beginning I of Encino Man? Man? They got the dinosaurs inside the tar pits. Oh. In, in, in LA. I just watched that the other week as well. Oh, yeah. In, in the La Bra tar pits, yeah. they've got yeah. like um, things of um, woolly mammoths and all that kind of there stuff. You go. There. But didn't that film come out around the same time as Dante's Peak? It did. It, did. it was yeah. the car- counteracting yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. I think I've seen Dante's Peak, but I'd yeah. never watched... With Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, with, yeah, but I'd never watched Volcano. And, oh. and, and John Connor's mum from The Terminator. Uh, Linda, Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure I have seen that. One. I, I, uh, me and my brother were, uh, went to go see Dante's Peak yep. at the cinemas, right? Walked in, it had been sold out, so I had to then go see uh, A New Hope, Star Wars. Oh, really? That would be a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Poor what a shame. Poor yeah. One, two, three, collective. Oh, oh. one, two, three. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyway, really great movie, yeah, man. Yeah, um, it's got Anne Haish and it's got... Um, who else did we see in that? There was um, uh, not Don. Che- was it Don? Che- yeah, Do- young Don Cheadle. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. he was in it, and um, it was quite like I really enjoyed it. It was a good film. Basic premise of the movie. There's a volcano. There's a volcano in LA. Instead <laughs> yeah. of an earthquake, they think it's an yeah. earthquake, turns into a big volcano, and they have to. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones saves the day by yeah. redirecting the, um, the the lava flow into but, the sea. I have to I have That's to right. say this right. He's got like just a jacket on with a couple of letters on it, and yet everything he says, people listen to. So yeah. he he walks up and he's just like it's His chaos, name. absolute chaos. Tommy Lee Jones goes, "Quick, we need some trucks here," and everyone goes. Do what he said. And yeah. you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, if I was the pro- and he's not even a cop in it. He's no. only he, he like works for the, the uh, city. city. He's yeah. like the yeah. um the disaster uh, management controller. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. And so you sit there going, that's kind of fucking unbelievable. Yeah. If I was the chief of police, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? But but it was at that time, like in the '90s, where all your action heroes wore cowboy boots, like mm-hmm. like yes. Mel Gibson wearing cowboy yes. boots in Lethal Weapon. People and should still like, be wearing cowboy boots. But, I do. There's, there's that scene where he's above the lava on the the the, the ladder off mm-hmm. the end of the uh, fire truck, and he's going around, and you're thinking, there's not much grip on those cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. How's he getting? Because there's like ash and shit all over the road, yeah. and he's not slipping over. Actually, you'd be surprised. There's good grip on cowboy boots. But uh, um, oh. can I just say though, some of the um, the effects, like you sit there with a the, you know modern audience's eye today. In hindsight, watch, now you watch the effects, and you're like, that is pretty cheap. But, but you got to go back to that time period. That's 20 years ago or something, yeah. isn't it? Can, can I say <laughs> that scene years. where the, the the lava is encasing the 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 subway train, yep. Yep. and all my grabs, who, who's actually Drew Carey's gay I was, brother I was bring it up. in the I was Drew Carey bring it up, show, yeah. it grabs like this uh, this person. The train conductor. Yeah, and Driver. then uh, jumps off the back of it, lands in the lava. And burns up. And starts melting into the lava <laughs> enough to throw 
this conductor. At least a, a meter and a half. Yeah, yeah. right. And then I, scream. Yeah, and yeah. then scream. But I was waiting for his hand to do the thumbs up <laughs> of, the ter- of the Terminator as he was going into the liquid metal. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't happen. It had it cheesy happen. moments, but it was an enjoyable film to sit yeah, back and watch. Definitely. And another enjoyable film that um, that we got to catch up with, with this week. Uh, I had never seen. Once. I must live under a rock. Mean Girls. OMFG, so totes that. With Lindsay Lohan before she became an <laughs> absolute crack whore. Yeah. Um, quite a good movie. It was quite enjoyable. Um, have you seen it, Brett? Really? I might have, but I've forgotten. Yeah, it's I'm, not. I'm, I'm heterosexual, so oh. I yeah. haven't seen it. <laughs> You've never had a girl make you sit there and watch it? No. Oh, you well. lucky bucket. No, um, it's one of those girl teenage movies that I grew up watching and then was like embedded into everything that I did for all of high school. There's so many uh, things that you, you watch now, because it came out, what, 2000 and something? Three, I think. 2003. There's so many... Uh, like pop culture things today that we reference back to that come yeah. from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. You sit there and watch it and go, oh, my God, this is the start of it all. Yeah. This is where a lot of these young, um, when I say young, like... Uh, oh, my God, like their, this people, and like that. in their early 20s, they're using that kind of language. You're like, it all started back then. Mm. Lindsay Lohan, you've got a lot to answer for. So, so it was Clueless for the 2000 generation. It was, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, it was an enjoyable film, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Clueless. Yeah, Clueless was a good I'm going to go on the, the books and say Clueless was, was a pretty good film. Lucia Silverstone, though. She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Queer now. This Queer is like she is, films, she, yeah, uh, I'm going to ch- chew up food and spit, spit in, in my, my kid's, kid's mouth. mouth. What? Like a bird. What? She does yeah. feed her child. There's no way. I, you can get on the internet now and see the actual footage it on YouTube. It will make you dry reach because the way she does it, I felt like dry reaching seeing it. I was eating a chocolate bar then. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like you're a fan of birds, right? Yeah. But you're not going to feed no. your kid like that, no, right? that's dangerous. Like we, yeah, no. That's wrong. There you go. So, Alicia Silverstone, you get a thumbs down from the Geek Speak Live crew. No, no, and, and, not, just, and, and not just the guys, the chick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. the, the, the resident lady. girl, she's giving you a thumbs down yeah, as well. No, I, I was impressed. No. No. <laughs> right, on that, on that downer, come yeah. back around to your obscure movie of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, Nuns on the Run. Oh, I goddamn love that movie. Have you watched it, no, Mandy? I haven't. You're going to you have to watch not, it. Oh, man. Brett, have you ever seen it? I haven't watched it, but the trailer the other week looked awesome. Yeah, the trailer is fantastic, <laughs> but the movie itself, great. Well, Ginge, do you know what year this came out? Uh, uh, 1990. Yeah, it says on the DVD. Early. Is it like Yes Minister? No, oh, no, no, no. Okay, I hate that show. okay. Let me give you, let me give you the rundown. Jim's going to give you the brief, uh, okay. brief fill in. Eric Idle and Robbie Coltrane, are two mates that are low style gangsters, right? They're caught up uh, with this, and 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 like <laughs> their boss, you think is like the Godfather character, but he's like twenty five years old. This boss, and, and he's in the, he runs like fitness club. He, or he runs a fitness club. Yeah. What, what kind of anyway? Right, so uh, what these two des- uh, decide to do is that they want to get out of the business. Yeah. So uh, during the last heist that they do, they steal two briefcases full of money from triads mm-hmm. and they double-cross the two guys that are there that are supposed to kill uh, Eric Idle and, and Robert Coltrane. Coltrane and steal the money for themselves, put a bomb in their car and, and race off. Right. And as they're racing off, they forget to fuel up their own car <laughs> So they're there in the middle of the, this gunfight trying to find a, a way out and there suddenly just happens to be a door open. Oh. So they're they racing the, the door, door, slam the door shut and it turns out to be a nunnery. Uh-huh. Okay, and they have to blend in. So they dress as <laughs> nuns. That's the whole premise. They're hiding their money and they're hiding out in a, uh, in a nunnery. It's yep. also a school, like a, you know, the nuns teach... Like, like um, an all-girls school. Um, kind of disadvantaged girls and everything yep. else. Some awesome funny moments in there, especially with uh, Robbie Coltrane when he has to go and supervise the girls in the uh, the showers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I love I love the, the the one scene in there is that uh, they're, they're t- uh, the head nun wants them to uh, 
to uh, to teach, and she's like, um, uh, yes, we, we've got an educational program for for eighteen year old girls. And he goes, oh, and she goes, have you experienced? <laughs> Have you experienced? And he goes, with 18-year-old girls? Yes, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's just, just very a, um, good British comedy. Yeah, like, laugh and, out and, loud. and like, just, just fun. I mean, it is M-rated, but it, I, I remember watching it as a kid same and, here, and loved it. Um, and one of my favourite all-time lines from the movie, when um, one of the other gangsters at the, the start of the movie, they're trying to rob a bank, yep. and one of their own guys gets shot. And Eric Idle turns and goes, you shot Louis, you asshole!" I and, love it. And, Classic and, line. And, and I, I was watch, uh, watching the behind movie. the scenes. Kind with, of, yeah. Watching the behind the scenes with the director and he said, uh, at, the, at that shot, um, the, the, the actor where he gets shot just puts his hand over his chest and then falls out of frame, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the old-fashioned yeah. cowboys. And all the uh, effects guys are all going, no, no, you've got to have blood splurting out. And, and he's like, no, because then it's going to be too gruesome and people aren't going to laugh at it. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it works. It works. And Eric Idle's, like, I don't do it justice, but his delivery of that uh, line is just He shot perfect. Louis, you arsehole. Yeah, I just love it. I still love And when the, he's t- uh, Robbie Coltrane is teaching Eric Idle the... Um, the ways of doing a prayer, like genuflecting at the altar. Do, do, doing the sign of the cross. And he's, he's teaching him how to do the sign of the cross. And he's uh, spe- spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. where he's supposed that's where to that put started. your... That's yeah. where it started. Cool. was that uh, movie. So. And, and, then he's, and then he's using his cigarette lighter to light up the candles in the church. And he's like, I'm enjoying this. And he's like, you're enjoying this? <laughs> you call this going straight? Very good movie. Ginge, what do you give it out of five? I'm going to give it a five out of five. I absolutely love this movie. Because I've, I've watched this and I have seen it and I've enjoyed it, I'm going to join you right there. Five out of five, brother. That is a great movie. Track down a copy today, Nuns on the Run. I would love to do a, uh, a, remake. a remake of that. We should. We might have to do a Kickstarter uh, fund yeah. to, uh, to fund a remake of Nuns on the Run. I always That's had cool, the idea be. of doing a kind of uh, alternate version of it called Brothers in Arms, yep. where two guys are, are gun runners and they have to hide out in a... Uh, that would be sweet. In, in a, like, a priest. In a, in a priest. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can play a... Pro- I've done it before. Priest of the Concierge. Mm-hmm. Head along to our YouTube page at Red Cordial Recruits. <laughs> I look great as an Irish priest. Um, <laughs> other movie stuff now coming from old classic movies to a new movie. Men in Black 3. We got to go and see it the other day, Amanda. Yeah, the day it came out. Brett, you were there as well. Gin, sadly, once again, we forgot about you. Tell um, me what it, what it was like. <laughs> it's amazing. I it was it. quite good, wasn't mm, it? I was uh, very impressed. Um, quick How question. long is Tommy Lee Jones in it? Just, just quickly. Uh, is he in it at the beginning and the end? Yes. 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 And the yeah. end? Yeah. 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 Josh Brolin does a great job oh as a young gosh. Tommy Lee Jones yeah. back yeah. in the 60s. Yeah. But I just want to ask, um, everyone here has obviously seen uh, Men in Black 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. What were your feelings on Men in Black 2? Horrible. I, you didn't like I it? No. Ginge? Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Really? I, I really enjoyed Men in Black 1. Yep. Men in Black film. 2, I kind of thought they kind of, yeah, lost me with some bits Maybe? with it. No, I really enjoyed it. I loved... Number 2? Did you? Yeah. Um, that's really? the one with the girl, and when she cries, it rains. That's that one, right? I can't remember. Yeah, it's Selena. I don't know. We're, yeah, all, we're, we're just going to really nod and say it. yes. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I reckon... La- Lara Flynn Boyle's yes. in it, right? Yes, that was yeah, it. Yeah, as Selena. The, um, the tentacle lady. Yeah. And she yeah, cries and it rains? No, no, it's the, the, the girl who he's protecting the whole time. She's a, an alien princess and she's on Earth being protected. And when now she cries, kind of, yeah. when she gets depressed, it rains. Yeah, right. she affects weather. Oh, she affects okay. weather. Um, I, it was all right, but this was a lot better than number yeah, two. Definitely. And um, as I said, Josh Brolin in the role of um, of young Tommy Lee Jones, young Agent K. Mm-hmm. Very fantastic. Believable. Very, very. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. there's a great uh, few little bits in there, like a... Andy Warhol turns out he's a um, an, an, an MIB agent yep. who's trying to infiltrate because models actually are aliens. All all models okay. on Earth, 
all glamour. They, they come from Glamora, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, the planet Glamora. And they're all um, aliens, all mm. models. So he's trying to infiltrate this thing, and he's yep. Andy Warhol. And he just makes shit up to sound cool. Like, he's like I'm, I'm going to. Go, yeah, I'm uh, going to go in here and take some photos of some cans, and they're like, oh. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's something about toast, wasn't there? Yeah, something about a toast. I don't know. Um, so, very, very good. And um, I saw, like, you guys, Brett and Amanda, you didn't see the twist at the end coming, did you? No, no. not at all. I thought it was going to be completely different. Really? See, I I'm seeing that, Ginch. I don't know whether it's just a. Maybe it's an older generational thing. I sat there and I've seen it in other movies and there's this... I'm not going to ruin it. I, I, Spoiler I, alert. No, no, I'm not going to ruin it, no. But there's a twist at the end that I saw coming probably 15 minutes before they revealed it. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen there. It happened and I'm surprised that these two guys here, Amanda and Brett, did not see the same I thing. Did not see And I've talked to a few other people, they were like... No, I didn't really pick up no. on that. They saw it as a surprise. Okay. Yeah, but if it went our way, you would have looked like the idiot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah I probably would have, but I saw it coming. I went, this is what's going to happen and yeah... I, I love the look of the 1950s aliens in it. Oh, it's, cool. it's almost like a throwback to 1950s sci-fi yeah. with the big helmets and yeah. ray guns and stuff like can that. Can I actually just ruin it? Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Men in Black 3, can I just ask, cover your ears. Does it have something to, be, to do with his father? Yes. yes. Okay. Right. I, okay. So tell, just tell me right, what it is. Block your ears if you, if you haven't watched it. La 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 la. Okay. La. There's a there's a general at the end of it or a colonel uh, when they're they're trying to get to the, the uh, space. Shuttle launch. Yeah. Okay. They were all like, "Oh my gosh, um, you're going to be black." Yeah. So, you know, back in the 19, 1969, you know, they didn't really like black people back then. Yeah. And you know, and then there's a black colonel. There's a black and colonel. It's kind of like, and I've what sat, straight away, I've 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 sat there and gone, "That's going to turn into because Will Smith earlier in the piece, he has a pocket watch that his father gave him. His father disappeared, never yeah. came back. As so soon I'm as you sit- you say something about yeah. someone's father, yeah. So I'm sitting there. As soon as they've rocked up, and here's this black colonel, and the you know, I'd looked at him and just gone. It's Will Smith's father, yeah. right? Sure enough, these guys didn't see that. Gets to the end of it, sure enough, boom, he gets killed. And Tommy Lee, young Tommy Lee, uh, played by Josh Brolin, young yep. Agent K, he um, essentially he does the, the uh, what do you call it? Like a mind wipe on, on, yeah. young, on young Agent J yeah. as okay. a kid. Because yep. uh, Agent J, you know, his father's been killed. And, and I'm sitting, I, I saw it coming. 50, as soon as they've introduced the, 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 the colonel, the African-American colonel, I've gone, it's Will Smith's father. So in, yeah. a, in other words, Tommy Lee's been looking after him for his years. whole life. Yeah, not okay. just from when he was an MIB agent. Yeah. Which, so, I, which is the part that really got me. And I was like, oh, I nearly cried. Okay, I did. She did. What? She did. There was a tear. Really there was a tear. Men in black. Like, wow. Brett was sobbing like a bitch up behind oh. me. <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting like it to be... Will Smith's character that died because yeah. that's what Tommy Lee Jones's yeah. character had been holding on to all this year. Mm-hmm. This is why he was such a stern, mm-hmm. sort of sombre person. Yeah, no, I saw it coming that he was, he was his father. I'm with Brett. That's what I thought was going to happen to well, you, him. At the end of the day, you guys were wrong. Well, to be honest, <laughs> I'm really pissed that, that Will Smith is not doing the theme song for Same Men in Black 3. Ball. What oh. the fuck, man? Can I, can I just, oh. It could not be a Men in Black movie can without I, him can doing Can I just it. put it out there that I actually don't mind that I, song? And it, it's cool that it's like a swing, uh, a it, it swings swing back, back to that 60s, 1960s kind of, sort of music. Yeah, but, I, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> It's wrong. And so wrong. no Frank, the pug. Yeah. He's, he's hinted at. He's hinted Frank? at. It's sad. There's a pup uh, in, a in picture of him in um, Will Smith's bedroom. room, yeah. Yep. And, and then, then like, yay! And the, then he's just on the uh, billboard when they're going to the carnival, like, he's a, like the talking dog. Yeah. He's the freak kind of thing. Where's Rip Torn? I've not De- seen him uh, in any of and the... His funeral's at the start of the movie. Yeah. Is that Agent because Ed's he's funeral. a little bit... Well, he's well, unstable well, and probably uninsurable for a movie nowadays. Can we just put it that way? Yeah. Uh, but okay, moving on. Another thing that I would have liked to see, you know how in the first two, when they're going through the foyer of the Men in Black 
kind yep. of, they're always like, oh, those are those aliens and those are those aliens. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do that in this one. And no, I, they didn't, did they? No, no, I didn't like that. And also the bad guy who has... Um, he's a New Zealander. He's a New Zealander. Yeah, he's he out of Flight of the Concords. Amazing. Yeah. He steals the show. Guy. He yeah. really does. I can't believe his name, but he's a top actor. Yeah. And he's he's great in the role. Yeah. yeah. Jermaine or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy that plays Jermaine. Yeah, in, yeah. 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 So he's a okay. solid um, bad guy. It was really good. Anyway. Moving on. Out of uh, out of five, Manny, what would you give Men in Black 3? Uh, four. Four? Um, Brett? Yeah, no, four. Yeah. Four, four, four plus tears. Four uh, plus tears. I, I would definitely go four. The thing that brought it down a little bit, I saw the twist coming, yep. no Frank, and like no Mandy Frank. said, um, the and, whole no... And no ripped horn. No that and, would have yeah. pissed me off. Probably not yeah. enough with the um, cool gadgetry either that no. I, I've come to expect from the first two. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. So it's a solid four out of five from, uh, from cool. the Geekspeak crew. Yeah. Go and see it. It's great. You should. Now, Ginge, you've seen Get the Gringo already? Yeah. I have seen Get the Gringo. Real quick, is it worthwhile watching? I really enjoyed it. Did you? And, and to be honest... If that's what Mexican prisons are really like, yep. maybe go for a holiday to <laughs> Mexico and do something illegal. So I don't think they about? really are like I, that. I don't know what it's about. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're okay. selling it to me, buddy. You're selling uh, it. Uh, okay. Uh, the start of it, Mel Gibson gets, uh, gets uh, arrested, arrested yep. and put into a Mexican jail. Okay. And he and teams re- up with a young boy, doesn't and, he? Yeah, he? yeah. He teams up with a, with a young kid. <laughs> Stop it, Brett. It's who, not that dirty. Um, <laughs> No, well, to be honest, it, you, you don't think that during the entire thing because yeah. of the way it's played out. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's him trying to survive in a... Um, I, I can't really tell you. No, I can't really tell you. He's not going to ruin it. Because, uh, we'll go watch it. to be honest, like what, the, the very first thing he says when he gets into this Mexican prison is, is this a prison or a shitty mall? <laughs> because oh. there are families living. Yeah. And I imagine this is probably what it is like in Mexico. Yeah, yeah where, the whole Because it's, it, it's, it's what it's like in, in Thailand, yep. where there are females, um, living their husbands, her, yeah. their children living yep. in corruption. Yeah, so you're worthwhile, worthwhile going to watch? I really enjoyed it. We might have to watch it. I really enjoyed it. Was it like those, um, you know that TV show that's on cable about the people, like the bad horror stories they have where they've gone and trafficked drugs and then been thrown into jail? It's like the... Bad holiday stories. Yeah, pretty much. Is it like that? I real, but I really, really enjoyed it. And Mel oh, okay. Gibson did a great role. Right, cool. cool. Well, he's a good actor. Uh, Mandy, what else did you, you've seen? The Rum Diaries. Yeah, I went to the Rum Diaries, which is the new Hunter S. Thompson movie. Um, I, I saw Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, thinking that it was going to be the same type of thing. It wasn't. It was still a really good movie. Yep. Um, it's very down to earth. Johnny Depp was amazing. Little bit of drug use type thing, which is ex- to be expected from yep. from a Hunter S. S. Thompson. Has anyone else here on the panel seen it? <clears throat> Nothing. No. no? Um, it, okay, it, you're the only one. A, it was it was a typical person story. Out of five? Three and a half. Three, oh, three. you're not selling it. You're not selling no, it to me. I wait for DVD. Oh, there you go. But it, it also had Two Face in it. Aaron Eckert. Oh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yes. He did a really good job. I thought you were going to say Tommy Lee Jones. We're <laughs> about him enough. He's been in a, no. a couple of our mentions. So. But, yeah, it's still a, still a good Real movie. quickly, because I haven't Read seen it. First. I don't know whether uh, Brett might have. The Dictator. Was amazing. Yeah, I love that. Oh really? So gosh. these two have seen it. Ginger and I are not I'm, really Sacha Baron Cohen fans. I'm not a big fan of Sacha Baron Cohen. I I hated Borat. I I hated that other one. That terrible I, I guess Bruno. It's, Bruno. I, I guess oh, it's yeah, different that. because it, it is it's a scripted movie. Yeah, I, I guess uh, definitely. The, I, I really yeah. disliked the unscripted movies yeah. where it's pretty much like, oh Todd, put on this shit right. Yeah. Yeah. Put on these clothes. 
and we'll just film you doing yeah. some You've shit. You've done that to me before, pal. <laughs> but, but we'll make it into a feature film and just pull the piss out of shit, yep. and we've got a movie. It was yep. terrible. I'm not a fan of him, uh, but uh, is it worthwhile with these two? Yes. I, tr- I trust you two, uh, Brett so. and Amanda, so I'm, I'll probably go along as well. The trailer political. actually looks all right. It was dedicated to Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Kim Jong-il, yeah. yeah. It was just so much. I mean, you've got to be up to date with um, current world events, I think, and you get more out of it. Yep. But, um, oh, the storyline was amazing and cool, cool. Well, there you go. So we've got I, um, uh, so they're, they're on at the cinema at the moment. Yeah. Prometheus kicks in seventh of June here in, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Now that's the um, Ridley Scott film, Ginger, isn't it? But it's, in the same universe as Alien. Yeah. It's not technically. Not, a technically, prequel, it's not a prequel, right? but it's in the same universe. universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, you going along to see that one? Is it um, your alley? I'm, it's not. I don't know, man. I don't Brett's know. nodding away yeah, over I'll here. I'll be there. Um, not my kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not really the sci-fi space kind of guy. Yeah. And well, while we're talking about it, I don't think I've since mentioned that we uh, uh, a couple of us have, have now seen Iron Sky. Yes. I haven't watched it. Don't start. Oh, all all so I can good. say is that I really enjoyed it. Yes. Really. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to watch it um, this week, and we might be able to talk about it next week or something like mm. that in the podcast. Right. But um, you can, how do you come about watching it? Well, it'll be out on DVD very shortly. Okay. Oh, excellent. Yep. And make sure you support a small film like this by buying it legitimately it is, and it getting is, a copy. It is, in, it is in cinemas in uh, major cities. Major cities, but not your regional areas. Um, and <laughs> Quite upset. Keep an mm. eye out for the DVD because support these guys. They they funded the money themselves yeah. to, to get it. They had and to it's fundraise. It's an amazing movie. So, so make sure you. Yeah, um, and the effects for guy, for for fifteen guys in one room, yeah, uh, uh, c- completely uh, matches anything ILM spits Fantastic. out of Hollywood. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Now we're just going to quickly. This this kind of takes us into comic stuff as well. But I do want to make mention there has been some shots leaked off the Iron Man three set, which is filming. Uh, in China and stuff like that at the moment, and uh, Ben Kingsley's in the role of the villain. Have they have actually announced it, have they? What's that? That Ben Kingsley's in it. Oh, he's in it, yeah, he's signed on apparently. But they still haven't announced they, they, what they character They haven't said what playing. character. It's going to be the Mandarin, we all know you that. You would have to think so. say Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah. definitely. Is, is he just wearing the same uniform he wore for the, ba- the bad guy in Thunderbirds? Probably. <laughs> it's pretty much the same character, um, right? They have released some shots. Some shots have come out of the Iron Patriot armour from uh, and those who, who follow Marvel Comics. You remember that Norman Osborn uh, popped on the Iron Patriot um, stuff during Dark Rain and everything else. It was a real cool-looking um, suit of armour. But they can't use Norman Osborn because Sony have the rights to all the Spider-Man characters. That's right. Mm-hmm. So um, rumour is that it'll be Don Cheadle, a.k.a. War Machine, um, donning a new suit of armour, and it'll look like Iron Patriot. Whether they call it Iron Patriot or not, um, Amanda's been stirring yeah. all week yeah. since these shots come out. Calling it's Detroit it... Steel. What the hell is Detroit Steel? I don't know. One of my friends told me it's Detroit Steel. I did some <laughs> research, and apparently it is a suit. So... Really? Well, it's Iron yeah. Patriot. Uh, all the, the gossip rags are calling it the Iron Patriot suit. And the, uh, the photos that I saw had a white guy wearing the armour because yeah. he took off the helmet. That could have uh, been stunt guy. Could be. But um, one of the biggest things is it, what I'm concerned about is that it's an entire suit. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man 2 Iron and Man Iron Man 1, they never made a complete suit that, that Robert Downey Jr. wore. They? Mm-hmm. they only wore like a chest piece or a helmet, yep. and the rest was digital. Yeah. So mm-hmm. are these photos real? Or? Uh, they, they are real. It's, it's, it's on all the uh, all your comic uh, news sites and everything else. It is, it's, it's making the rounds. It's yep. on movie sites. How does that sites. make it real? No, well, it, it, like, it's pretty good, well confirmed. Let's okay. just say it that way. Speaking of well confirmed, can I just say... News even made uh, Courier Mail here in Australia this week about a DC character, an established DC character, becoming gay, being out of the closet. 
Now, there's a lot of conjecture, a lot of people going, will it be Superman, will it be Batman? Of course not. DC are not going to stuff around with a major character like that. You know, uh, it's great for diversity and everything else. Wonderful. Okay. They weren't going to do it to their big major characters because the backlash would still be phenomenal worldwide. Guess what they did? They named Alan Scott the original... Green Lantern, who uh, in the DC relaunch, he's Green Lantern of Earth 2. Of Earth 2, which is supposed to be removed from regular. regular. Okay, now, so they've announced Alan Scott will be gay. His his sexual uh, preference will be uh, gay. So that's been the big breaking news of the week in the comic world. Um, One Million Mums, which is a a bit of a um, group in the States, actually worldwide apparently, but they're a bit of a protest group. They're Mm -hmm. against this kind of stuff. They've launched a campaign to um, to have DC kind of, you know, uh, cop a lot of flack (coughs) from it, from family groups and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's really going to be a big issue because DC, owned by Warner Brothers, they're trying to make their universe a bit more diversified. They're bringing in more ethnic characters. Yeah, they're they're not only making different sexual preferences but also different different ethnicities and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's being welcomed by a lot of groups in America. But once again, um, people are saying, why didn't they do it with a more major character? Um, And no company's going to screw up, you know... um, Changing the sexual orientation of, say, Batman, well, Superman, for, uh, Spider-Man. How, how many? How much uh, uproar did it happen when uh, Superman changed his costume? Exactly. Oh, I mean, that, that caused enough. You know, that that was just they, a costume. They took his underwear away on the outside. Yeah, and you know, some of the DC guys nearly got lynched uh, at Comic Cons for it. You turn around and make Superman gay and and cut out the lowest lane factor. The character would be dead overnight. The sales would plummet and people would just go, I'm walking away from it. Same with Batman. He's the world's biggest playboy. Someone needs to tell Grant Morrison that, though, because in an interview a few weeks back in yeah. uh, Playboy, he did come out and say he thought the character of Bruce Wayne Batman was inherently gay. And I don't agree with Grant Morrison on that one because um, he's the guy, guys like Wade and I aspire to be. Wealthy billionaire crime fighting playboys. You know, And if they suddenly turn around and went, he's actually not a playboy, he's out chasing boys... I don't think we'd be as happy, Jim. Do, do, do you think that the, uh, that the Gotham City uh, Orphanage uh, uh, Bureau would have... <laughs> they wouldn't have allowed him to have a, a young male to, to, ward? To, to, to adopt, you know? <laughs> I, do you think Elton John's allowed to adopt um, Probably. boys from Africa? Was, I don't think so. You reckon? Probably. <laughs> He's got a kid now, too, right? No. Do you think he adopted that, um, a kid, didn't he? I don't know. He did. Someone tell us oh. <laughs> on the Facebook page. <laughs> Do you think that this is all a little bit of sensationalism? It is. It's well, jumping on the bandwagon. Well, Grant Morrison stuff is, I think so. I hate very oh, I think. So. It, I don't know. I just watched a documentary about Grant Morrison, and everything that he believes in and supports seems to be fairly sensationalist. Yeah, so it could be, but also this is DC trying to make up ground because Marvel the week before got a lot of coverage on Northstar, who's been gay since like the nineties. Is an X Men character? Been gay since sorry, Wham. Alpha Flight character since Wham. from Wham. Since Wham. Um, he, he's more gay than Michael <laughs> uh, than George Michael is. But anyway, who's actually uh, touring? <laughs> just throw that in yeah. there. Um, Northstar uh, in, in Astonishing X Men at the moment is getting um, they're getting married, aren't they? Married, but. Yeah. but you can't really call it marriage. Union. Civil union mm. is what it's called in the states and everything else. So that's caused a big um, bunch of press for Marvel. So DC came out, and then on top of it went, "Well, guess what? We've got a gay character as well." And, yeah. and it's, it's bigger Scott, than your character. Uh, Everyone knows who he is. Ha ha! In your face. Yeah. Well, well, so. well, in the interview that we had with my, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, he actually mm-hmm. said that he wanted to change uh, the, to, to make uh, more, more realistic to today's times. Mm. 
different ethnic backgrounds mm-hmm. and uh, this, cities. And, and I'll say this as a like I retail comics. I've been following comics since you know I was a teenager. Since Wham. Um, since Wham. Um, <laughs> no, no, we were but never can I, Wham can I just fans. Say, and and, and the market will, you know, like the the retail market will, will show you facts and figures to say that um, these kind of things don't sell because the majority of comic book readers, and it's the same with movies and stuff today, white Anglo-Saxon people are the majority of your market. You go and alienate them. Like, um, oh, no, the, Brokeback Mountain was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying more with the, ethni- uh, the ethnicity kind oh, of thing. Yeah. The DC relaunch, you had Static Shock, you had um, Mr. Miracle, you had like a bunch of them where they made them African-American yep. and stuff like that, okay? Those books have been cancelled. They were the first to get cancelled. The sales weren't there. People didn't give them a go because the majority of your comic readers are white. Um, you know, middle-aged white guys and girls. And that's the problem. Like, they just turn off. They don't care whether you, you know, as long as the character's written well, they'll follow it. The problem with a lot of these characters, they're sensationalised to be, he's ethnic or he's this, he's that or she's that. It may work in America, but for, for, for what we're saying in Australia... No, even in America, those books got cancelled. Um, but, but, but what I'm saying is, in Australia, uh, the, the, the ethnic background, as you, as a retailer, you can say, well, this is the majority of what my business is. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's sad in a way, but it's just the way the world is, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. But more kudos to DC and Marvel for trying to, I guess, uh, expand um, their readership by, by off- offering different things, but... If you do it organically, it'll, it'll work. People over time will go, yep, this is a cool character. When you force it upon them and try and sell it in the newspapers, like, look, we're doing massive change, it, it, it backfires. It, 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 it's almost, uh, to me, it's almost like a sensational uh, fad. Oh, shit. Okay, uh, you've got a gay character. Fuck it. We're going to have this a gay character. This guy's gay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 They pluck it, it, it out of thin air and just go, this it, guy. It's, yeah, it seems to me that there's been no natural progression, like you say, organic progression no, to this decision. Like, if it's not adding to the story, leave it out. Because, yeah. like, it, that's wasting action splash pages. And, and yeah. this, this, honestly, this is a problem. And this is feedback you get from a lot of customers. They're sick of seeing so much character development, like in-your-face yeah. character development in comics today. Yeah. They want to go back to the days of like the 80s and the 70s and that, where it was a little bit of character development, but predominantly action. That's yeah. why we read it's comics. It's the way of the Walking Dead comics. Like the last one, volume 15, was yep. all character development. And it was a bit boring. Yeah, it's so We want to get back to action. I want to get back to, remember the Batman comics of the 90s where it was a self-contained story in one book. Yeah, or if they did do a crossover, it, it, it maybe went two months. Yeah. Three months at the max. Yeah. You know, and then you, you got... The next storyline went it. on. That's it. Not twelve issues, twenty-four issues long, big yeah. three and you're like, year story well, arcs. Come on, man! I want something a little bit. I want to see Batman punching the shit out of the Joker or Two Face or yeah. the Riddler or someone like that. And at the moment, it seems to be those characters are sort of pushed to the sidelines. While everyone's trying to create nat- their own new vi- big villain of the year. Mm. They want they want to be the next Joker, the next Two Face. And sadly, um, Scott Snyder's probably the, come the closest with the Court of Owls in, yeah. in the Batman relaunch. But uh, Tony S. Daniel, some of the characters he's created as villains in Detective, yawn. You know, yeah. They won't be around. No one will come back to those in a couple of years. They're just regular characters. Just, it's crime bosses and stuff like yeah. that. And some Crime bosses with a tweak of freak about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just a dash of freak to throw it in there. But yeah, before the 52 relaunch, they just about ran Detective into the ground with the whole sort of Batwoman thing. Yeah, they did too, um, where they introduced Batwoman as yeah, she's a lesbian character, um, Kathy Kane, Katie Kane. Um, and you know, a lot of people, numbers plummeted on, on some of those issues because yeah. people just went, can't, can't be bothered. You know, they want to read Batman. They don't want to read Batwoman. 
um, especially in the main book. You know, she's got her own series at the moment. It's selling all right, but it's still not a top seller. Um, so yeah, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I reckon, once again, a little bit faddish. It's the, the flavour of the month. And let's hope that they don't burn everyone out on it. And to be honest, uh, comics are a lot like movies, right? Yep. If you went to watch a three-hour movie and two and a half hours of that three-hour movie was character development... I'd get out and walk. How many, how many uh, blockbusters are there at the cinemas, like Transformers, that have got no plot but <laughs> some shit fucking good action? Yeah. Yep, and exactly. you go And you come out of it and you go, fuck it, I enjoyed is, that. Um, yeah. I saw shit blowing up. A lot of comic creators at the moment are trying to be this, like, you know, they're trying to take comics to a higher art form. Is it, and I use the term loosely. That, but that's their kind of thing. They want, you know, comics are more intellectual... No, comics can be, but you've got to have a mix of action. That's why people pick a comic book up in the first place, mm. is to read it for a great action story. Yeah. Or, you know, character development's fine, but in your superhero comics, I don't want to see Superman and Lois Lane talking for, for you know... Um, six issues. Six issues yeah. long, and then one issue of, of, of action. Like, that's, that's not what people want to see. They need to tap into to what sells in Hollywood mm-hmm. or what it sells on yeah. TV. Game of Thrones is just phenomenal because yeah. it's action. And there's been one or two episodes of Game of Thrones lately where there's no action, no, no. one dies. No. The fans are crazy. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. no one died. It's Couldn't not be a real episode if no one dies. That's, that's the feedback. It's terrible. You know? So, yeah. But then and, the and, last and, episode... And to be like, honest, that's why I didn't enjoy the pilot of, yeah. of uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there and I'm... Yeah, everyone's telling me this is a fucking shit hot yeah. show... And yeah. fuck all happened. Once yeah, you stick true. with it, once you stick yeah. with it, 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 it does get better. Yeah. Game of Thrones is, is phenomenal because it is a lot oh, of action. Yeah. And stuff I, like I love movies and TV shows right where the it. very, uh, yeah. like George Lucas coming out with the idea where as soon as the movie starts, it should feel like you've walked in half an hour late. Yeah. And I think that's what TV and movies need yeah. to be. As soon as it starts up, Bang. Yeah. Straight you know into what, some action to you know capture part you. Of the problem is there, though. They think that the audience won't be able to catch up because they treat the audience as, as dumb. And oh, I yeah. think yeah. today they could get away from that and go, the audience is smart enough to go, oh, right, I've yeah, got to yeah. play catch up in my mind. Yeah. That was the biggest thing with Once Upon a Time. I gave it to my cousin a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, watch this. This is amazing. She watched 10 minutes of it and was like, this is shit. Then she came back to me once it had been on TV and everyone had raved about it, yeah. and now she's addicted to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like you, it's, it's 20 minutes, half an hour to get into the damn show. It's yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's, they, they need to stop treating people like idiots. Yeah. Just give us the action. Yeah. Just give yeah. us balls to the just wall action or, or story and, and we'll play catch up later on. Show us on. the yeah. sex scene. Show us the, the, the battle scene. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't two people talking in a car. Now, can we just uh, throw in there, by the way, back to our show, because we're going to kill someone on our show very soon, just to get the ratings up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we're so do a, it's sweepstakes all, time. All of a sudden, uh, either me or you, we've got to flip the coin, are going to be walking in the background of the set, <laughs> and a giant spear is going to fly across the set. Yeah, I was thinking more like a piano drops and take one of us out. <laughs> or like the bow peep like, hook thing, yeah. around the neck. <laughs> yank, yank from around the throat, <laughs> and the head just goes... And then rolls around. Yeah. That would be great. I'll catch you. Um, there you go. So keep an eye out on future episodes of Geek Speak. Some, things are going to change. One of us will die. Um, can I... we, we, need to, we need to spoiler it on big posters. There is a change coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of Geek Speak TV, guess what we uh, had go up this week on the YouTube page, Ginge? We had uh, the Supernova special. That's right. It's, Anim- been, it's been less than 24 hours. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, it's just over 24, 24 hours. hours. And we're like approaching 200 views. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mandy, you've had some good feedback from it as well this week uh, yeah, from different people. Uh, yeah, all of the people who were in it, all of the cosplayers, um, cool guy Iron Man and we, the uh, we got a, Iron Mate. We've got to give a Iron shout out yes. to Iron Mate. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Legendary costume for Supernova. Everywhere. And um, Tristan Hugh-Jones, Joe McKinney all posted it on their wall. Yeah, Supernova. Um, 
Paul Mason. Themselves, Paul Mason uh, po- yeah. popped up there this morning, which uh, have sent more people our way. Yep. If you haven't watched it, pop along to YouTube. Ginge, where can they go? Just the main GeekSpeak page. YouTube.com forward slash GeekSpeak Australia. Yep, make sure you watch uh, our videos there. Check them all out. They're all worth a good, uh, a good viewing. And every week from now on, we are able to put on the television series. Yep. yep. They, 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 the episodes Friday, have right? every Friday morning. Friday. Yep, and uh, coming up. In, in a few weeks, we're going to start having original content, weekly content, shorter episodes mm-hmm. going up every single week. To start season, to start the build-up to season, season two. two. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amanda, you'll be hosting some of that. I might even be jumping in front of the camera to host the odd bit. Ginger will be doing obscure movie pieces. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd bring my nuns on the run, you obscure better. movies to... To yeah. film, we're yeah, going to film you. I've just got to get a lens that's going to fit you in. <laughs> your head. I'm, just, I'm just thinking, maybe what, maybe what we should do is not actually show me, we'll just grab... Like uh, voiceover of you. I'll just do a voiceover of it so that you can. He's thinking. He's always thinking. This guy. You do that Did Kevin Smith thing yeah. where they sh- like black it out and shoot you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if my ass end would be that friggin' fit on. So there are going to be some unique things coming in season two. And, and we're t- we're, we're, this is sizzling. New locations. Yes, we'll be doing some new locations, on location. And to be honest, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to have involvement in the show, we are absolutely 100%. We would like to get fan response, as in you can film, like, uh, say you've got a bit of a man cave, geek cave. cave. Um, A man duck cave. Oh, I saw what you did there. (laughs) Stop it. Um, (laughs) And and, and if you've always wanted to be in front of a camera, come talk to us. Have a chat. Send us a um, message on Facebook. We are willing. You can record yourself on your computer at home. Doing little news segments and stuff like that. Shoot it through us. You can use iPhones. Um, shit, if it's if it's good enough for us to pop on there, yeah. we will pop it into segments. Yeah. Stuff like that. We want fan interaction and show us your collectibles. Um, if you've got a really cool way of displaying your collectibles, film it, send it to us, and we'll do. Um, yeah, because I'm all up for stealing other people's ideas about how to show my collectibles. <laughs> exactly. I'm running out of room for my. I, I need to figure out how to put my hoverboard once it comes. Oh, we'll, we'll how, how to display away. that. We'll just strap it to you, and you can yeah. walk around the house with it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but make sure you do check out our YouTube page. Head along to Facebook, Ginge. Where's Facebook? Facebook uh, forward slash Geekspeak TV. Yep, Mandy. What's girly Geekspeak? Girlygeekspeak.com.au. Yep. Um, I can't remember Twitter. It's uh, at Geekspeak underscore TV. I think it is. Geek- underscore speak TV. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. Ginger and I aren't Twitter fans. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just spot Brett in the street. Um, yeah, he's around. <laughs> Brett will be... Um, we might even have to give him a show, like an, a tech show or something like yeah. that. We'll put it on late so it'll send you to sleep. Yeah, it'll, it'll work because, yeah, the world of nerdness is... Yeah. We call it the world of nerd with Brett Mosling. There you go. Um, it's been look, that's fantastic. We we have wrapped up um, the filming for season one. Yes, for, we have for our uh, TV contract, which is great. Um, it's been a long haul, but it uh, it's it's great to have a bit of a break. We will be bringing back more and more. Um, hello, I'm getting a note written at me. Shoot, man. Are we going it? to announce the other TV station that we made? Oh yes. On? Um, yeah. By the way, we have we signed. Had, a d- I had an email. You've got Mel written. I'm going. Are we bringing in Mel. a new girl? No. Is, no. is, is Mel Gibson? <laughs> has has he Sorry, decided to come on board? Apparently, he's, his Chris in the dump in yes. in LA. So we're bringing him across. Mel Gibson. We're going to give old yeah. Sugar Tits himself a brand new show. Fuck it, good. He can yeah. sleep in in my garage. <laughs> I'll clean out the garage and give him a room. We are now about to start airing. In New Zealand, Geekspeak is going international with uh, two Trans Tasman with two shows in New Zealand on or two on stations. TV North say. and TV Triangle. Yes. Yep. Uh, Channel uh, Channel North, isn't it? Yeah. Channel, Channel North, North and and Triangle TV. Yep. And we've also got Melbourne. And guess what? If you're in South Australia, lucky you, Adelaide down there as well will be showing Geekspeak. Yep. 
Um, and Every if Friday night um, at midnight, if you're in Melbourne and Geelong. Yep, and if you've got a community station in your city that haven't got Geekspeak, ring them up, abuse them, send them feces in the mail and tell them to get it. <laughs> you can send anthrax too if you want, not to us, but to them. How's that sound? We've got plenty of that first part. <laughs> yeah. Do you just look at me as if to say, dude, there was a line, you pole vaulted across it with the feces remark. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. It's just the, it's the anthrax part that I was probably a little bit <laughs> iffy about. I stone stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was doing something else, okay, Mandy. Okay. There you go. So, you know, um, uh, 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 thanks for joining me on the... Um, the podcast tonight, we didn't do a top three. We'll come back and do a top three next week, yeah. but we'll um, we'll find something to pop up on the Facebook page this week. Joining me tonight was... Brett Mosley, IT Guru. Amanda Backy, Gully Geek Speak. Upside Down, M. Wade Copson. <laughs> I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Catch you next time. <laughs>